0: Hello, I'm Constitutional Attorney Katherine Henry, and this is the Constitution Segment Recap for Season 1, Episode 48 of Restore Freedom Weekly. In this episode, we had a great discussion with community leader Joel Ibbotson discussing how to stand up to local governments. Is your local government trampling your rights? Are you afraid to stand up against them? Or maybe you just don't know how This episode discussed the basics of the true powers of local governments, how those powers relate to your individual rights, and what you can do when those local governments trample your rights. And of course, we had real-life testimonies of legal ways to fight back. This is just a simple recap, so to hear the full discussion in much greater detail, please check out that full episode number 48 of Restore Freedom Weekly. Now the basics, governments are instituted to protect our God-given rights. Yes, we get our rights from God, not the government. And well, the government, the government has no rights. In fact, the government only has those powers which we specifically delegate to it we the people created our very constitution and form of government. The U.S. Constitution is the supreme law of the land, and that means that no government action, no state law, no state constitutional provision, no federal law can violate the Constitution. If it does, it is void. This means that government cannot act unless there is a specific power granted in the US Constitution to it. Government is prohibited from doing anything that violates the US or state constitutions and every government official is sworn to that constitutional oath. Now from a different perspective something we haven't really co- covered in this perspective perspective before this week is that federal government only has those powers that we delegate to it in the U.S. Constitution, while state government only has those powers delegated to it in either the U.S. or state constitutions. But local government doesn't have any powers delegated to it in the U.S. Constitution, and so only has those powers delegated to it in a state constitution. We talked about two different state constitutions, Florida and Michigan as just points of examples or points of reference, but the same discussion would be had regardless of what state you're in, there's going to be provisions on local government. So in the Michigan Constitution portion of uh, township government, uh, all it really says is that those entities will have the powers and immunities prescribed by law or provided by law And uh, there are some issues with that that we went into a little bit more detail in that full episode. But for city and village government, the Michigan Constitution says that they have the power to adopt resolutions and ordinances relating to municipal concerns, municipal property, municipal government. And of course, they are subject to the Constitution and the law. Also, if you can look at the Florida State Constitution and their section on local government, you will see that municipalities have powers to conduct municipal government, perform municipal functions, and render municipal services. We also wanted to uh, make sure you still had the reference that we have covered in prior episodes of the parts in state law, where they talk about municipalities and what those local governments can and cannot do. And so we have the chapters from the Florida state statutes, as well as Michigan statutes that specifically talk about that. So a municipality's powers are to provide infrastructure like waterways, roadways, utilities. And to protect our individuals, uh, individual liberties so that in the exercise of my rights, I'm not interfering with your exercise of your rights. But municipal powers, do they supersede individual rights? Well, a homeowner's rights is an example of something we need to consider when thinking about municipal powers. So there's the right to equal protection, there's the right to due process, the right to privacy from the government. The right to criminal trial rights might be involved if you have an ordinance uh, violation that would involve any kinds of criminal penalties, unenumerated rights and our rights to no bills of attainder. We also must keep in mind the concepts involved with due process. And it of course starts with the US Constitution being that supreme law of the land and essentially boils down to the fact that we cannot be deprived of life liberty or property without due process of law and every single public officer and employee are they really all required to ensure that all of those rights we just talked about are protected yes yes they are because they each are required to take a constitutional oath of office to hold that position So your municipality is trampling your rights. Now what? Well, in this episode, we discussed that it doesn't take an attorney to write a cease and desist letter, to file or serve a notice of proposed litigation, even to urgently file a lawsuit. And certainly, the average Joe could speak at city council meetings, find and join with others that are similarly harmed by the local government, send out press releases, or utilize a strategic social media campaign. And we talked about specific examples of how real average people were able to make a difference with with each of these types of activities. In fact, uh, with municipal overreach, we talked about some real-life examples of legally fighting back in terms of the city of Belding, a little bit of the Georgetown township, a tiny bit of uh, the city of Ormond Beach and of course quite a bit more uh, with Joel's examples with the city of Hastings. Constitutional grounds to legally fight back. You need to keep in mind that all political power is inherent in the people. And we all have basic rights to enjoy and defend life and liberty and to possess and protect property. We have the right to peaceably assemble, instruct our representatives and petition for a redress of grievances. Courts shall be open for every person to redress uh, for redress of any injury and justice shall be administered without sale, denial, or delay. We all have the right to access public records and meetings recall elective officers. We have the right to free speech and free press. And we the people retain ultimate control and authority. So make sure to check out our Tuesday true or false question that we ask every Tuesday morning before our episodes go live. This week, of course, was several options exist to fight back when local governments trample your rights. You can check out these true or false polls on Twitter, Telegram, LinkedIn, Truth Social, YouTube, and of course our very own website, restorefreedomkh.com updates. And this week the answer was true. Although many are afraid to stand up to local governments, there are several effective ways you can fight back when your rights are trampled. Cease and desist letters, notices of proposed litigation, speaking at city council meetings, and so many more. For more information, please watch that full episode from this Tuesday. Check out our Wednesday Way to Get Involved Challenge that we shared with you yesterday. Or please make sure to join us back tomorrow for our Friday's Freedom Fighting Tools. Of course, you can't forget about Rachel's awesome video on Saturday for our Restore Freedom Freedom Goodie. Or... (coughs) biblical insight that we'll share with you in a post on Sunday. Thank you so much, everyone. I'm Constitutional Attorney Katherine Henry, and thanks for joining this Constitution Segment Recap. Make sure to like, follow, subscribe, and share. Restore freedom.